It's like a it's like a good workout. Amping. It's like a cocaine hit, maybe. <laughs> it's like a cocaine hit. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've described our friendship in terms of illicit substances. I was waiting for that. Do you have any like friends who are and more now like I can die or more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I'll just wait while you die. Okay. Okay. I'll be right back. Holy cow! It's the Tomb to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, she says tomato and tomato. It's Captain Cogart. It's good to be here. You're, How are you uh, doing, Tim? I'm okay. I'm a pretty okay guy. That's what it's going to say. <laughs> There's a capital O on that okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in my Twitter bio. It's what it's going to say on my gravestone. Okay, all the way through. A-okay. Straight on through the middle. My goodness. Okay. Straight on through yeah. the middle? Oh, yeah. No, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. No, okay is the 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 origin of being, right? What? Oh, that sounds like a deeper sentence than it is. I meant to say that it's like the origin, like a graph origin of like your, oh. your mood of being. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like a really yeah. deep sentence. The origin of the being. The origin of being with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Coming to my spaceship of imagination. Um, <laughs> that would be yeah. fun. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch that. It's it's like Cosmos, yeah. but it's not. Man, when love Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. totally cool sure. with him. When the heck is Bill Nye getting his own podcast? Uh, I think he's been elbowing in on Neil deGrasse Tyson's turf. I think they decided to like buddy up and really harness that synergy. Tag mm-hmm. team. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're an old school mm-hmm. uh, worldwide wrestling federation duo. Aww. Yeah. Who do they? Yeah, fight? great. Um, maybe like Pat Sajak <laughs> and Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, just like syndicated game show hosts, the natural enemy of yeah. science communicators. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is Pat Sajak like anti something you know that why? I'm aware of? Or... No, no, no. It's just the first name that I like came this to mind. though. No, it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, they're always asking questions, mm-hmm. right? They're always posing more and more questions, whereas the people like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, science communicators, they're always trying to answer questions. But game show hosts just keep piling more and more questions on. Think- and you know what? They're questions that nobody wants to know the sure. answer to. That's Person, the place, or thing. Although, I will point <laughs> out that technically, Alex Trebek is uh, asking answers and... uh the contestants are uh, answering questions. Yeah, well, you added him to this mix, not me. So that's They're not my problem. They're a natural pair. 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. That's true. That's true. Maybe Alex Trebek is going to betray Pat Sajak. Ooh, this, this is juicy. Ooh. This is a very juicy episode of uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, Catherine, um, what are we talking about today? Uh, what's on your feet right um, now? Ooh, you don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> please say bunny slippers. Adorable little fitty footy pajamas. Let's both share what's on our feet okay, right now. On three, you ready? One, two, three. Socks. Tight. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm wearing tights, but we're talking oh, about okay. socks. It was, it was a real toss-up for a second there. 
Oh, I was so excited. I was so excited for three because I was going to throw you off. Here comes three. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> look. It, it landed with a real thud, though, and I'm okay with uh, that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I, I support your tights, and your uh, and your tights support you. I guess Thanks. that's sort of how tights work. Um, um, yeah, they they kept me warm yeah. on this gray spring. And, day. Uh, yeah, speaking of warmth, um, the year is 1917. <laughs> You've been sent off to war, sure, in Europe to handle this European conflict, and uh, I've been told by my government that. I, one way I can support you is to knit you wool socks. Um, is this a real oh, thing? Oh, totally happened? a real thing that happened. Yeah, can can you imagine having to march through the fields of Europe? Uh, so the U.S. was in the World War One from like April nineteen seventeen till November nineteen eighteen when the war ended. So they had one winter, which I think mm. is like uh, pretty lame compared to what all the European powers went through. But oh yeah, absolutely, it was a very long yeah. war. Um, they were, I feel like in many ways the Americans weren't really like the saving grace of that war, but more like the activation energy required to force the reaction to go to sure. completion. They finally. had to get over that hump. They just had to have just enough people so that mm -hmm. they could break the stalemate. Um, but it's yeah. trench warfare, right? It's cold, and you're doing all this marching. Real yeah, bummer. Real bummer of a war. Uh, oh, God. Such a bummer. Um, go ahead and put a, a <laughs> Hardcore Histories uh, World War One thing into the show notes. Oh my goodness, I will absolutely do that. Anybody who hasn't listened to Hardcore History, do you like listening to four hours of a history and lecture? Only, Check out Hardcore and History. only covering like an eighth of the war. There's like, oh, it's yeah, so it's great. really good though. Um, <laughs> Catherine and I both just finished this, but so this is why we have been lamenting how difficult World War One was for the past few weeks. Um, <laughs> it was, Wait, has this been a running a theme? War. We've talked about it a few times. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I'll, stop war now. All wars are rough. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so you're marching in these horrible leather boots. They actually had, um, uh, things hammered into the soles of the foot, uh, like metal, I don't know, nails, sort of, um, so that they would have better traction while marching. But metal, mm. uh, conducts cold, right? Metal conducts heat, but, uh, mm. negative heat is cold. So it conducts, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has a great thermal conductivity. Um, and so... Wah. Gross. Uh, it's a gross sound. Is that Don't a good that sound. Wah. Okay. Um, what do you like? A, a Japanese anime villain? <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was kind of thinking it was like Wario, so I guess there's like a... Yes, he kind of is, yeah. Like a... Yeah. Wah. <laughs> okay, Waluigi. Uh, wah, Catherine. Waluigi. Um, yep, I'm done. Thank I'm done. You. I'm done. And... Uh, so your feet get super duper cold because you've got these great conductors and these terrible boots and, uh, gosh, life is rough. And, uh, so I've been told that I can knit you wool socks to get you through the winter. Um, and, uh, that's something that I would be happy to do if I didn't know how to knit socks. Have you ever tried to knit socks? Yeah, I have. Um, no, it's fine. Okay. So... <laughs> As I was reading about this knitting initiative, um, so they said mm. to knit anything wool, including uh, sweaters and wristbands, um, which are probably more useful than they sound. They just sound purely decorative, but I think at the time they, you could sort of use them to um, keep your joints flexible and stuff. Uh, mm. But uh, and and hats maybe, and um, they said wool and helmets, which I'm always we talked about this in our helmets episode. How like the modern concept of a helmet being something to protect your head seems surprisingly new. Um, 
very new. And it's like, it's crazy how much the technology keeps changing. Mm, the helmet technology. Right? It's not at all a mature market. Oh, no. Because, mm. like, every two years, like, if your helmet is two years old, you have a way old, you have a super old helmet, and there's a way better helmet out there. Mm-hmm. Not only, like, the foam goes bad over two years, so you have to buy it for the new foam, but also the technology gets so much better within two years. It's crazy. It's it's crazier than an iPhone. <laughs> Go ahead, put that sticker right on the package. Crazier than the iPhone. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they so there was it was knit all this stuff, including socks. Um, but then eventually they just were like, "Stop knitting everything else. More socks. More socks, please. Our feet are so cold." So much so that soldiers would actually start wearing uh, double layers because the boots were just so terrible, and they needed like extra flexibility and warmth. Um, and and some breathability because that's what a sock does right is that it provides extra breathability and wicking pulling sweat away from uh from your feet to places where it can better mm-hmm. evaporate and enter the greater ecosystem mm-hmm. uh, and this was not happening this was not happening at all and uh to the point where a lot of people started to knit tube socks instead of just heel socks because they were like ah this heel is too much i can't do it i'm not a talented knitter um me personally but also a lot of people apparently <laughs> In 1917 yeah. and 1918. And so uh, they would just go a lot faster with tube socks. And then the soldiers came back and were like, thank God they're knitting tube socks because they were really bad at knitting heels. And <laughs> so that's funny. Were the socks you knitted tube socks or heel socks? Heel socks, too. Oh, and you found I've, it I've no trouble both at all. Sides, both, kind, both kinds. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It does require a lot more focus. Um <sighs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think back to like, cause I made toe socks once. Oh, like with little toes. And, yeah. 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 Which I mean, that was the most work, right? Cause you have to be like, all right, one toe at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how they say to take life. Uh, um. Just like, just like life, one toe at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if you were doing like, if you were trying to make a huge quantity, which I imagine anyone who's knitting for like the war and soldiers isn't knitting mm. to make like a really nice, beautiful present for their friend, right. like I was doing, but it was like, you know, you just want to get them out there and get them out there and get them out there. Maybe you don't take the time to really focus on it and, um, cause you're too busy trying to get to the next pair. Sure, sure. It sounded like it was a lot of uh, knitting novices who were like trying to take up the cause, help out our help out Sammy. Sure, um, I learned a new hobby. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just a great opportunity. And that's what they say about war: is that like, sure, it's horrible, but it pushes technology forward, and also we all get fun, crafty hobbies. Yeah. If you were yeah. in World War II, you could learn riveting or baseball. You know who doesn't have any hobbies? Switzerland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just sit around eating fondue. Making chocolate With and goofy hats, clocks. It's kind of starting to sound like they have a lot going on. <laughs> They're also really in the trains. Yeah, no, that it I think like a lot of fun. Yeah, trains. trains. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's really fun. The ticket to ride Switzerland map. Really, I've never played it. All right, good to know. Oh, it's so fun. Okay. It's so fun because you can play it with two people. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Uh, the Swiss, they love their trains. The Germans, they love their board games. Um. I think Ticket to Ride might be German. I don't know. If it's not. No, it's American. Oh, it is American. Okay. But it was probably shown mm-hmm. off at Essen, the uh, great uh, board game expo in uh, Essen, Germany, every year. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the publisher might be German. I um, see. 
But Days of yeah, Wonder, if I recall correctly. This is the Board Game Podcast, all about board games. And we'll be back in a moment. Sorry. On the Dubafail Podcast. And we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about calcitines. Socks. Um, oh, yeah. They, mm, okay. I don't remember what it is in French. Ugh. I remember what shoes are. What are shoes in French? They're chaussures. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, French is lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely language. And the people, my goodness, just just a wonderful place. Wonderful town. Great so cheese. Nice. Yeah, so nice. Really nice. Wonderful. Great cheese. Great pastries. Oh, you must go. Uh, you simply must. Moulin Rouge has a fun windmill thing. Yeah. So, you know. Nicole Kidman. Things. Ewan McGregor? Is she French? I don't know. They're Is he the French? They're in the movie. I feel like you're naming people. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. There you go. Socks. Uh... The fabric of our lives. Socks are made of a lot of fabrics. Just working my yes. transitions, getting my transition game Go loosened for it. up. Okay. Working okay. it out. Stretching. Do you want to um, take another swing at that one? <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, All right. It's all right. your decision. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, you mentioned toe socks earlier. And um, yeah. I'm curious. I When I was thinking about socks, you know, I, I went to my meditative torpor uh, before every episode while I thought about uh, the yeah. topic. And um, in that yeah. time, uh, I started to think, toe socks, those are obnoxious, right? Like, are they obnoxious? Your question. <laughs> my question to you. They're very snuggly. Are they snuggly? Really? They're so snuggly. Yeah. I would feel you know, like... I think... Go on. They're not terribly manly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is that? So I think that's a big, a big issue with toe socks. And they, you can't, it's the not smart to wear toe socks with shoes. Okay. Uh, what do you wear them with? Because like it's extra fabric, right? So your toes are like spread out. Like if you were to, anyway, your toes are more spread out than they would be normally. Uh-huh. So it, it, they feel kind of squished more, more squished than they would usually feel right. in the same shoe. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point of wearing toe socks if you're not going to show off your cutie little toe socks? Well, here, let's, I think this gets to the more basic question. What is the point of wearing socks at all? To keep your shoes from smelling bad. There's okay. so many reasons. Tell me more. I, we have time. We have time for more reasons. To have something fun around your ankles. Like, this is more of a dude thing. But you know how, like, some fashionable guys really love a colorful sock? Oh, yes. I read, I read a, uh, oh, yeah. a an Atlantic piece you about this. read this. this. That, uh, Whoa, tell me more. Tell me everything. Tell me about this amazing Atlantic trend piece. <laughs> um, it, uh, they refer to it as, uh, brogery or, uh, mangerie or they basically they were trying to make this connection between it's like a fun saucy thing that like only you know it's there except for like a tantalizing little bit that someone notices, uh, as your cuff rides up just a little bit. Um, which I don't know. I guess I don't think we need the comparison. I don't like the names. Yeah, I like the they're concept. all bad. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I have a few pairs of fun socks. We had a sock exchange holiday party, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was a Yankee Swap style. Really uh, you know, which mm. is the style wherein one person randomly picks a gift from the pile, but then the next person who gets to go can either buy buy uh with your accumulated party points. Jerk Christmas. You can yeah. buy. 
Yeah. Uh, you, you can either take something new from the pile or steal from someone who had already gotten it. Um, yeah. Jerk Christmas. Yeah. Jerk Christmas. Stupid. This is why we call it Yankee Swap know. from my New England brethren who all hate each other and everyone else. Go to New England. Mm. Um, ah, those Yankees. Yeah. Love them. Well, except the baseball team. Uh, go Sox. And <laughs> sports talk all day, every day. Board games and sports. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I got a couple of fun pairs of socks out of that. But, like, I do feel a little weird wearing them only because it has an Atlantic trend piece written about it. And as soon as a trend piece is written, I'm like, mm, not for me. Sorry. I don't, no, 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 no. You shouldn't let it stop you. Who cares? Do you know how many trend pieces have been written about lingerie? I'm still wearing it. <laughs> really? What's trend pieces? Heck yeah. What? what? Of course. I feel like. Oh, my goodness. European lingerie in the U.S. markets. Blah, 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 blah. High-end lingerie. Cheap lingerie from Victoria's Secret. There's, like, so much lingerie talk out there. I just love that like, you're... There has, to be, there has to be someone who keeps... Okay, so a trend piece is written. There has to be some motivating force that keeps us moving past the annoying trend piece into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Sure. I mean, so I think I think the thing that makes a trend piece written is that someone at a party hears that their friend's kid is doing it, um, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, that'll help me get my deadline." And uh, so, yeah, I don't who know. Cares? I think sometimes they're fake. Who cares? But in this case, yeah, I, I I think the socks is real, and I don't know. I guess I just I'm so impressed. Maybe it's a sign of our uh, the extreme sort of echo chamber of uh, tailored ads on the internet that I have. You are so bored with this like lingerie trend piece thing, and I have literally never heard of it. Like, this is total news to me. Mm. Well, you know who markets to me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, you have no reason to be told about lingerie. I have lots of reasons. No, I have an interest in lingerie. <laughs> you have no reason to be educated, and so no one's handing you educational materials about lingerie. I, well, yeah, I guess I should I should search it out myself. I, I just and feel I mean, like I, I, this I, is a recently, great uh, I just got into the best new lingerie shop and i'm just so mm. into it and it's caused me to learn a lot of vocab words that i didn't care to know before like one i want to know like one before we go off this topic uh a tat pant <laughs> okay what is it a tat pant it's like halfway between like a like a, a boxer short for the ladies i don't know if you know what that, that that's a thing uh, sure. um and like and like bike pants, but it's also just seriously like good underwear. It's like a really complicated piece of like, it's slick. It doesn't, it keeps things from sticking to you. It's like an undercoat or like a petticoat that keeps things oh, you from want, clinging. You want to get the undercoating. Um, You're going to like that. You don't want to get the undercoating. Yeah, no, no, definitely get it. No. Always get the undercoating. Trust me. Trust me. When winter rolls around, you're going to you want the undercoating. You know how many people have been telling me I need the undercoating? <laughs> I hope not. That's incredibly uh, misogynistic. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. So so they're just like awesome underwear. That sounds great. I, I, I they're, know. Yeah, they're just like the perfect underwear, the perfect most comfortable underwear, and functional. Pant, you say. But you know they come in like li- and like silky lacy materials, not lacy, but like silky. Yeah, silky, not lacy. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds great. Like I feel like uh. I don't know. I, I think there are men's underwear a lot like that. So, uh, finally, um, women's underwear is more than 70% on the men's underwear. It's catching up. <laughs> Breaking through that silk ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot like some men's underwear. Um, 
But like, we don't need really the space to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I gotta have that. It's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's exactly why that uh, we have the brochure, which is the socks, because male feet and women feet, women feet, you know, um, they're not terribly different from each other. Uh, they be shopping. Yeah. <laughs> women feet be shopping for socks. Uh, so that brings me for their boyfriends because it's really fun to buy men's socks too. Mm, yeah, so, I really mean, fun. I guess it, it is fun that it's like it's it's an accent piece that you can use. And since ties and pocket squares have all been shoved away as too formal, it's like one of the few things that you can use to stand out because, uh, yeah. you know, men's fashion Bow ties is pretty still, You could still wear that every day. I couldn't. No. Not at my work. <laughs> um, then you'd be bow tie guy. Yeah. Engineering's a little bit of a different ball game. Yeah. No. And I think, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have a different take on this but i find on the west coast in general any sort of neckwear is considered like oh you're you're doing something huh like it's not frowned on but it, it's commented upon it is commented upon yeah yeah and the and ultimate it, it, goal it, of my fashion is to not be commented upon <laughs> this is so weird to me no this is like a this is a viable strategy that people use to dress is like i just don't want anybody to bring anything up but i i really go in like a good day for me is if somebody says, oh, you look nice. That's nice. And that's how it should be, right? That's normal. Yeah. But there's this whole other philosophy out there. Well, I think I think women's fashion definitely allows for more sort of accent pieces or just like fun little like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, men's fashion has a slightly harder time than that because it is often restricted to, in a professional setting, it's restricted to, you know, a button up shirt uh, with a collar and uh, slacks or whatever. Um, not that you can't play around with that a little bit. Like I've seen some nice, nice button up shirts I really like and I'll comment on them. But typically that's why we reach for the socks, right? Is that it's like, oh, well, this is like at least one way I can have something nice. But I will yeah. say this. You could be like cufflink guy. Cufflink guy. But yeah, again, it's like blank guy. You know, like I, I also think with the socks, yeah. the, the, te- the comment tends to be like, hey, funky socks. You know, like instead of just like, it's not, oh, you look nice. It's like you're wearing funny socks. How about that? Mm hmm. Mm. It's tough. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it's all right. Um, one of these days, I will find some nice, fun socks that I can wear and uh, be commented on in a really nice way and have people be like, hmm, that's good. You're good, and I think you're a good person because of your sock choice. Marijuana leaves. That's what you need. That's in your what socks. everyone loves. Uh, you look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in, in that Atlantic article, they pointed out ones that say uh, things like YOLO and, uh, oh gosh, what else? See, no wonder you're upset about the socks. That's horrible. That's dumb. That's like socks you would buy down at the pier. <laughs> down at the pier. Gosh, yeah, the, the pier is the worst. Isn't it weird how they always have the sock shop on the pier? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is working towards the uh, eventual... Uh... So my theory is that all tourist locations are actually the same place they live in some sort of mm. nexus sort of like that holiday nexus in um the nightmare before christmas you know okay yeah. but those were all different places yes but they all came from the same nexus and that's my point is okay. that tourist okay. land that is... was actually i don't know that was like uh, let's put that aside for a second okay. yeah i like your theory and everything but let's get into <laughs> nightmare before christmas lore for a second <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, it's on you that the, the segment's going long, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
don't think it was clear that they were all coming from the same, springing forth from the same nexus. I feel like it was natural that there would be like a travel hub that yeah. existed so you could go from one to the other. But I'm not sure that they all came from the same place. Oh, I don't think they did. No, 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 no. Um, I think they all came from their individual places and then they were, they were hewn together by some sort of, uh, extra dimensional, uh, forest space. Um, Possibly yes. some sort of trickster god was involved. I mean, it's hard to say. But sure, maybe like a ghost with a little red nose. Here is my question. He's a dog. Yeah? Maybe. I, yeah, so I think cute. there's... Wh- my, my question is... Thing? Question is... How did Jack Skellington that get guy. to the Nexus? What's your question, Tim? <laughs> I already asked it. How did, how did Jack Skellington, our hero in The Night Before Christmas, get to the Nexus? Because he just, like, fell asleep while sad or whatever it was. Maybe he got drunk. I don't really remember. Zero! That was the dog's name. Okay, no one yeah, can hear that. You were off mic. This, no, I was answering your question before you even asked it, because we're in some sort of extra-dimensional forest realm where I know it's coming. Um, he was really sad. It was after he sang one of his renditions of do, 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 do. You know what I mean? Um, it was <laughs> yep. the one where he was in the graveyard, and I think Sally was on the other hill. And anyway, he was like, oh, I'm sad. Um, and then he just followed Zero, and Zero was like, hey, we're here. So it was the dog. The dog had some sort yeah, of way of making Zero. this work. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Got it. So in, in Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it Christmas, would be a trickster god. He's a ghost. He's a trickster ghost god. Of course. Yeah. Think, obviously. So, I mean, are, are we to say that in this, in this universe, uh, all dogs of any kind are trickster gods? Are they like? I think we can all agree that all dogs go to heaven and that well, dog wasn't in heaven. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also it's easy to draw a quick, uh, taxonomic, uh, connection to, uh, Coyote, the uh, the the trickster god of of uh, I don't know, <laughs> I think some yeah. uh, some Native American yeah. uh, traditions. Uh, uh, I'm not positive there. You know the ones that we learned about in elementary school. <laughs> At least some traditions have coyote be a uh, trickster of some kind. Great, great. Well, and with that, we'll be back in a moment. I'm just gonna sit here and think about how uh, culturally insensitive I am. Back in a minute on the Doom to Fail podcast. And we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about socks, talking about socks of all kinds. Um, so other kinds of socks. We got toe socks, which you think are uh, super cool. And I just assumed you wouldn't. Um, in fact, I think I remember in my torpor um, thinking that I shouldn't bring that up till late in the episode because you would go on a rant about how gross toe socks are. Um, so I guess I wonder. <laughs> See, I, I can still surprise you after all these podcasting years. All these podcast years. How how many years is a podcast year? <laughs> like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to move it along. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what what makes them different than toe shoes, which uh, it's generally uh, everyone agrees are. Oh. Yeah, exactly. People have a really guttural reaction to to toe shoes, and yet toe socks, cutesy, fun. 
Great for wearing sandals. Very specific feelings about what you wear in the in the comfort of your own home. If you are out and about, you should be doing your best to do something. Don't just don't just try to not be commented on. I mean, mm. this is just one woman's opinion. If you want to just not be commented on, that's mm-hmm. fine. But you know, you're. I think you're missing out on a whole dimension of existence. Uh, dimension. <laughs> A real nexus. Where of we're existence. all appreciating how one another look, um, and and learning lessons along the way. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a real but, after-school sitcom. This fashion world. But it's kind of like um, Ever After High. Uh, but in the safety of your own home, if you want to not wear clothes, go for it. If you want to just take off your pants the second you get in the door. Go for it. If you want to wear uh, Christmas ugly sweaters, go for it. If you want to wear crop tops like I've been into recently, just wearing crop tops every day when I get home from work, just put on a crop top. Just be like, this is my life because I'm cool. Um, do that. Do that, man. Uh, <laughs> if you want to wear toe socks, that is your right. All right. Fight the power. I dig it. Um Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I'm, okay, so two things. One, I think I might try, the next time I come home from work, I might just try taking off the pants right there and going, ah, just to see how it feels. Try see if it. it feels liberating. Uh, can I give you some advice, though? Please. I mean, as do what you want. Wear the good underwear, you're in right? your own home. No, 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 no. Okay. Just be careful. It can be a very addictive habit. Oh, uh, I see. Not wearing pants. Yeah. And then you don't want to be like, oh, crap, I have to put on pants real quick. Because you don't want to be that person. Yeah, what if right? someone knocks at the door? The I mean, ultimate if you want to be that privacy. person, I would respect you. But a lot of people aren't as enlightened as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're tops <laughs> for enlightenment. You've got perfect scores from oh, the Federal Enlightenment Commission. Ah. <laughs> uh, and the other thing, I guess, is that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll try to get some statement socks and see how I feel about it. See if I can get something going on there. You know, Let's the see. rack has great deals on socks. They're selling them for like three bucks a piece. Great. Um, we'll, we'll look into how much. So three bucks a piece. That's pretty good. I feel like socks are, uh, typically much more expensive than I feel like they should be. Like, unless I'm getting just like a white, you know, uh, crew cut. A Costco um, bag. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm getting one of those, it's like 12 bucks a sock pair. Uh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And my thought at first was when I read about this World War II conundrum, World War One conundrum, um, I thought, well, maybe socks are just actually pretty complicated. Like it's one of these deals where, like, yeah, it's not a lot of fabric, but the uh, the sewing that goes into it is is sort of complicated. You know, uh, a shirt is eh, whatever. It's not the easiest, but it's just big swaths of fabric. There's probably as many seams and I don't know what I'm talking about. There's, there's probably as many bends in a, sh- a sock as a, a shirt, right? Maybe. Oh, at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's one bend in a sock, though. Two bends in a pair. Two bends a pair. That's <laughs> my favorite Mary Poppins song. Um, uh, yeah. So two, I, bends, <laughs> two bends, two bends, two bends a pair. A lot of singing this episode. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Oh, it's great. Everyone loves it. Uh, people love singing. Ooh, it's, it's the ah. means by which joy escapes your heart. I catch really want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, no, it's gone. It's uh, all gone. That's, that's... I really want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas again, though. All right, let's consider Get that. Did I finish that thought on the uh, Nexus world? I just think that, like, they're all the exact same place, and so they're just selling the exact same garbage, like jokes about smoking and, um, I don't know, like some dumb pun and 
cameras and I just oh 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 no I completely agree with you they're all exactly the same but let's just be clear that that nexus is very different from the hub in the nightmare before you're right Christmas. it is not so much a hub as a um uh, a sort of condensing of the universe I'm trying to trying to figure out exactly what it is it's sort of uh let's say a non-euclidean geometry let's say that as you step over into fisherman's wharf or pike's place market Mm -hmm. or um you know uh any other such place times square um you Mm -hmm. actually you feel like you're stepping just one foot into a new neighborhood a new block whatever but in, in actuality uh space and time itself has stretched and contorted itself into uh horrible maddening shapes that um would drive would drive any man to to lunacy, uh, yeah, and also convince them to buy a shirt that says uh, Fuma and has the Puma logo, except the cat's upside down and smoking a giant joint. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, or a Betty Boop clock. It's the exact same place, man. That's all there is to it. Uh, I don't know. What other socks do you like? You like some good socks? Um, <laughs> Love hosiery. This is Love me hosiery. I'm a big, big tight wearer. Yeah. Big so do you think tights. those count as socks? Oh, no. No, I feel like I'm escaping the sock when I wear tights. Oh, I see. You're getting out of sock or Maybe I'm just, I'm just really letting the sock engulf me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's crawling all the way up. <laughs> like some sort of sock disease. <laughs> like trench foot, which is a, uh, <laughs> a disease that World War I soldiers often got. Oh, the, so sad. When they didn't Such change a, their socks. Oh, that's a real tragedy. Lots of, World War I was a tough time. See hardcore history. Um, did you, did you ever uh, go through a period as a child where you were like, I don't want to wear socks. I just want to put shoes right on. Or was this not in your uh, experience? Um. Oh, absolutely. I went through that phase. Oh, and I regretted it. Mm-hmm. Oh, how I regretted it. This is how we learn, Catherine. Not even when you take off your shoes, but if you adjust your foot inside your shoes, uh-huh. there's just a stench that wafts through the entire room. And, yet, and everybody my, knows it's you. My logic. Well. Maybe. My logic at the time was, of course, my feet will be cooler in the summer. It's summertime. My feet are going to be hot. I shouldn't put extra layers covering my feet. Uh, and boy, was I wrong. And my mom was like, mm, you'll find out. You'll find out. And yep. You know, um, yeah, even my mom, who's notably someone to be like, nope, you're not doing that, was just like, if you're really going to insist on this, there's nothing I can do. You're just going to have to learn this lesson the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a quick learn. You only ruin one pair of shoes. Yeah. Get all kinds yeah. of gross stuff growing in there. I think just like bacteria. You know what I'm really moisture. pleased about though is the um the little boat socks. Do you know what I'm talking about? That that women are you, you see more and more often. Um, they're they really they don't cover your entire foot. They right. cover your toes, mm-hmm. the bottom of your foot, and your heel. And there's like a little elastic just yep. kind of around that. Yep, I they're like these. little boats for your two feet. They just barely um, fit around the bottom. Yeah, which are great because then you have the illusion of not wearing socks mm-hmm. and you get to maintain the, the purity of your shoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder. Um, so I feel like as I approached my teenage years, um, it was in- increasingly important to me to have shorter and shorter socks. Uh, when I was growing up as a kid, I wore, you know, just like crew socks or I don't know. Are there even longer socks than that? Like not knee highs, but just kind of like the ones that go to mid calf. Um, just, you know, white athletic mid-calf socks. They say oh, yeah, with them. the stripes. Yeah, yeah, with the stripes, exactly. Um, yeah. It was just yeah. kind of whatever. Whatever was there at the time. And uh, it became very important as I was a teenager to go shorter and shorter. 
until like first they had to be crew and then it was ankle and then it was just is there oh. well no one saved me from these horrible wretched fabrics around my feet <laughs> you know I, I i went through i was right there with you just trying to go, go shorter and shorter and shorter um i wonder though if that was us feeling the pressure of the time if that's like a growing up thing or if that was a style thing that happened as we were growing up right like wearing exceedingly baggy jeans in the mid 90s yes uh weird um well, i don't know frosted tips frosted tips in Bad 1999 choice. uh yeah that's a really good question we should we should try to figure this out because i don't know well okay so but i guess maybe the proof uh is still that i still wear uh ankle socks like i don't like socks that go far above my ankle and if i happen to mm-hmm. wear you know i have a, a pair or two of longer socks uh for cold nights and if I happen to have to wear them for whatever reason, all my other socks are dirty or whatever, uh, and I like go jogging or something, I will roll them down because I cannot jog with socks at mid-calf. It's terrible. I don't know. You I, think- know I know this is a typical to- – this is just a cliche sock conversation we're going to have, but I feel like we need to get it out of the way before the podcast is over. How good are you at keeping your socks together? Um, Relatively good. I try to buy large packs. Um. As, as we've discussed, I don't have, yeah, I don't have a ton of, uh, show socks. Um, no socks that are going to win me a county fair prize. Um, mm. it's just, it's just like two fat pigs and me on the trophy stand. <laughs> Why did we let this sock wearing guy into a pig contest? I don't know. He's happy about it. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I mostly get away with that and that like, if I lose one, it's kind of okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little overloaded on socks right now. So sometimes I lose them and I go, good, good. <laughs> this was planned <laughs> Everything's attrition. falling into <laughs> place. What about you? Do you lose a lot of socks? Oh, yeah. I'm terrible at socks. I, oh, really? You know, I just moved, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, So I came up with the genius idea of like being like, well, I'm probably going to find socks like behind some my bed or whatever mm-hmm. as I move. Right. So I'm just going to put all the socks in my sock drawer that don't have friends in this bag. Um. And I'm going to find them as I continue to pack. I found none of them. I still have a giant, giant bag of one socks. <laughs> it's true. With so, no friends. With my large set of, uh, of already, uh, matching socks. Um, and when I lose one, oftentimes I'll set it into my sock drawer anyway and be like, the other one, I'll find it eventually. Maybe it'll fall out of my pillowcase in the laundry or something like, you know, who knows? Um, and more often than not, I actually lose another one and then just pair the two lonely ones. And that's my match. I don't think socks yeah, ever come back. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They're quite small pieces of fabric. They're they're adventurous. Mm, they're they're really yeah. We could learn from them. <laughs> they're on. They're they're taking the brunt of it every day. Walking all those steps. You know you can't really say that about your shirt or your pants. Maybe your pants. But no, yeah, no. they're just kind of alone for the ride. Shoes. The but socks, I feel like your shoes have been prepared for that life. Mm-hmm. The, the the shoes were born hard. The socks. Yeah. The socks are the mediators. They have to they, they have to be soft and hard at the same time. They both both must be uh, flexible but strong. Bend but don't break. That's the sock motto. Yeah. I was in sock scouts. I don't know if I told you that. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weeba socks. Yep. Weeba socks. That's like Weebalos. Uh, yep. If you didn't get. Those. Actually, I'm gonna yeah. get some really cool flare socks that say Weeba socks. <laughs> some um what what was it i don't know Yolo? brongerie what is oh, it bro- bro- well it's brogerie or mangerie mangerie i prefer brogerie but i really yeah, prefer can, gentlemen this is not to you but just to to people who come up with these words can you stop putting man on things <laughs> no one likes it 
a gross I'm word. Sick of it. No one likes the word mansplain. Uh, no, no one. one. No one's excited about that world word no, existing. Not at all. We don't like it. I mean, <laughs> frankly, we needed a word for that, but like, I wish we'd picked another one. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of other ways to go. It didn't have to include man or bro or dude. But, uh, what are what are some dude words? Um, dude ranch. Dude ranch. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude Arino. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I got nothing. So maybe maybe we can try dude. Maybe we can see if dude works. What about like uh, um, dude or things? Nope. No good. No. <laughs> You're under dude. Uh. Hmm. Like like an underwriter is an underdude. Well, I was just thinking. Well, okay, that's like not bad either. Study. Yeah, or uh, perhaps just um, you know, it's a boss and underdude relationship, not a boss uh, and employee. Okay. Yeah, I'd be all right okay. if I was an official. If that was on my card. Tim Dobbs, underdude. underdude. Um. Yeah. Well, I you know I think you should aim for higher things in life. Yeah. Well, eventually we'll be an overdude. Yeah. An uberdude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think becoming a sock puppet is like sock heaven? Um, I don't know. I think I, I see. I think they they're hard workers. I think they they largely enjoy the they like the chase. You know, they like sitting there. They like absorbing. Mm-hmm. They move. They're always busy. You know. I mean, that's just the thing about socks is that they're always moving sweat from here to there. They're keeping you warm. They're isolating you from the shoe, but then also working with the shoe. I just feel like they're really good. You know, communicators, and they like being with. Uh, people and shoes and, uh, you know, the hand thing, it's like, it's cool, but it's kind of like a desk job. That's what I, my guess is. Interesting. Oh, so it's like a sad retirement? Yeah. No, I mean, they're not too beat up about it. They had a good run. Um, okay. But it's like, you know, ah, eh, you know, Sarge says, I got to go up to the hand, get some googly eyes. Ah, <laughs> huh, interesting. See, that seems like it would be a, a good outreach job for the sock community. Oh, that's true. That is a great outreach job. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like the activist socks really strive for that. So what kind of sock is the Neil deGrasse Tyson of uh, socks then? They all do outreach, right? One just talks about science, (laughs) the other one socks. Um... You got your uh, business sock. You got your athletic sock. You got your um, uh, sock with those little uh, culotte things around it. You know, the little like frills. I don't know what that's about. You know what I'm talking about? It's It's like a tutu, but on your socks. Um, sure, yeah, um, a bordered sock. <laughs> sure. Uh, tube socks. Um, what else? Wool socks for uh, Wool hiking socks. or uh, avoiding um, trench foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Silk socks. Ankle that's a socks. thing. Uh, toe socks. Yeah. yeah. Socks of various heights. Uh, kids who climb mm-hmm. on rocks. Um, oh, socks. I meant kids who climb on socks. Um, and uh, what else? Sock what was the monsters? last one I was thinking of? Oh, what about like those like Japanese socks for um, wearing sandals? You know, they have what? like, they, they have like one split. They're almost like mittens, but for socks, they have one split. Oh, so you sure. Can get the, yeah. 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 The, the like temple socks you see. Yeah. Those ones you see all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. I mean, you're a, an anime I'm, villain. Yeah. No, I'm mostly talking. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Catherine. Wish I could turn my, that's the one thing I don't like my, about my name is I can't turn it into like an evil Mario version. <laughs> Well, uh, Catherine doesn't seem like a real listen, thing. Listen, Luigi wasn't a thing that could do that either. So, and we got Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi. Okay. Um, I guess I would I'm say... so sorry. It, it's my favorite Mario Kart character is Waluigi because of the way he says his name. 
you know, you can get uh, you can get pretty far. Um, like my friend who I played frisbee once in high school with, uh, who used to just wear a shirt that just said skills across the front, and eventually his nickname became Skills. Oh, skills. <laughs> the story of skills. Yep. Skills. Throw it to skills. <laughs> It works. You you can really there's there's room I, to I like to think image. that like actually he's he's from the Catskills, <laughs> and that's why he's wearing that shirt. Yeah, he does the comedy circuit up there. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've just about finished up uh, sock talk, sock talk with Tim and Catherine, and uh, sock talk. I think my uh, project for the week will be uh, to find some good flare socks. And uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? You could. What's my project for the week? Um, I am going to start uh, buttering up Alex Trebek to turn on Pat Sajak. Good. You get on that. I'll get on this. In the meantime, that's Catherine Cogan over there. Tim Dobbs right on over here. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.